episode 18 of Board Games with Variant Hex is a look back at 2021. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, Adam and Aaron join me to discuss stats from my plays logged in the BG Stats app, our favorite games played this year, and our thoughts on the year ahead. Without further ado, I'll turn it over to myself, Adam, and Aaron for our 2021 year in review. How was your 2020? One. One. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think we already know how my 2021 was. Just trying to ignore it. Maybe need to do a whole redo. But yeah, Adam. Well, yeah, you seem to have been on it for 2021. You knew what the year was. In fact, that's a start. It's one of the things I pride myself on the most, is knowing <laughs> the year. So knowing that, the year. That's a personal goal of mine. Uh, I would say, you know, obviously the world had some stuff going on still. Mm-hmm. Uh, in general, though, I would say successful year. I feel good. I mean, I, I, I had a, I, I had a, uh, I think I had a transformative year. Whoa. I had a transformative year. Go on. Well, I mean, I was one thing. <laughs> <laughs> so is this like a K Applegate anim- anamorph situation? Yeah, you turn into a falcon. Tiger. No, I mean, yeah. I, I, I think that 2021 has invited me to just rethink about a lot of things that I thought a lot about one way from another way. You know, I realize this is vague and ridiculous, but it was transformative. We'll leave it at that. Aside from not really knowing what year it was, what I did do in 2021 and what was successful was logging all of my board game plays in the BG Stats app, which talks back to Board Game Geek. So every board game play, I would say within, oh, 98% accuracy. I can't say that I actually captured every single one. It might actually be like 99 and a half. I think there may be some plays out there that I didn't get in there. But by and large, got every play in there. Would you, I know you guys kind of know what that total might be. Do you want to venture a guess at how many unique games I played this year? Mm, I don't know the exact number. I'll let Adam guess first. So uh, a couple of clarifications on this. This are, These are non-app games, correct? Or these um, app also games? They can be app games or they have to be a board game that is found in the on the Board Game Geek collection. And this is plays as of December 29th, right? I'm not projecting forward what you might do in the next two days. Yes, we, we do have a couple more days. I think I might... I'll probably get maybe one or two more new games in by the end of the year, legally speaking. But yes, here on December 29th, how many individual games? It could be an app. It could be on um, Board Game Arena. It could be on Tabletop Simulator. It could be something in, what was I going to say? Tabletop All right, let's Game. workshop this, Aaron. Hang on here. So I think we had a, uh, if I remember the, like the different goals and challenges of the year yep. that Kelly has yep. mentioned, You're there was the right a 365 track. game challenge i don't know if this was this year or last year but there was a 10 games 10 times challenge okay so that'd be a hundred on top of the 365 now, early that'd be, in the, that'd be in 10 the year. on top of the 365 now, it's unique games yeah this is just unique games this is not the total no, number not plays. of plays we will get to the total oh, number oof. of plays but first we're okay, just going to start okay, with unique games appreciate that aaron this re- engine runs hot it's hard to slow it down that's right that's that. right so yeah, yeah, yeah. uh so then i'm going to say 380 because i think you did all the games plus another 15 Uh, that was i mean i'm gonna like price is right your guess because i was going i I was gonna guess basically 20 over the goal i was gonna guess 385 oh no 
It's at 370 right now. Oh, that's yeah. And I Ugh. didn't I didn't try to push for the 360. I, I had the goal of like, yeah, I'll do 365 different games, averaging a different game a day. And I didn't think that that was like, I didn't really think about that until kind of later in the year. And as of earlier this month, I was pretty far behind. So I had to have some kind of explosive days. There was, I had to put checkers on there. Oh, Connect yeah, we, four is I got on you, there. I got you to play chess. I did play chess once. I did not know what was happening. Thank you, Board Game Arena, for letting me know that I could not move that piece. That's most of what I did. I'd click a piece and then it said, nope, not that one. And I'd keep moving along until I found one that did move. And then I'd pick a spot. They weren't all strategic gameplays. I'll give you that. We'll jump now to how many total plays. So 370 games, how many total plays, which will also give us an average number of plays per game. Yeah, the apps make this math hard. It's got to be at least double, I think. Uh, I think, oh man, you know. It's got to be at least 730 games. I'm going to say 592 games. I'm going to say 732. Unlike the unique games, you are both pretty far under. (laughs) I have oh, 925 oh. plays logged. Yeah. Well done. Well done. So, and then and my two days to get that to a thousand. Don't think I haven't thought about it because it's such a nice round number. Oh, so it's 925. Yeah. I mean, it's divisible by 25. One of I'm, my favorite characteristics of a number. I'm going to play something. It's not going to stay at 925, but for this, yeah. Now, my H index, this is a number. It's, I don't know. If, it appears other places outside of this app. I don't know if you can find that on board Game Geek or not, but the H index is the the number of times you play a game. Like let's say you have 10 games and you play five of them five times. Your H index is five. Like you could ha- you have one game where you play it eight times, three game, four games where you play it five times. Your H index is five because at least five games were played five times. Oh, okay. Okay. That said, Venture guess, what is my H index? Oh, it's one. No. You played chess more than once? It's not every game you've played. It's how many of the 370 games I played were played over a certain amount of time. So let's give a ridiculous example. Let's say my H index was 35. That means there were 35 games that I played 35 times. Oh. So okay, if, okay. if there were only two games that I pl- if out of all of my games. So it's the largest possible thing we could find where that stays true. Yes, mm. yes, yes. It's kind of an indicator of how much you're replaying games. Your HNX would be very low if you played something once and then never played it again. It's kind of a density of plays. It's like a density of plays on your total uh, across your total games played. And you said, because this could factor in, you said that BGA factors a session of crew as one time. Um, that is, cr- well, I log them separately. You log them separately. So crew is yeah, going to be... Yeah, I log them the way that I would in person, which is like you play a round, I would log that as a play. Because you could play a one round and then so leave. So crew is definitely in the game. Because you've played... You, we've played... Are you attempting to list the games that oh. are... No. Yeah, I think so. Oh. No, I think so. Because you played Draftosaurus 144 times. I mean, least. it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's well, I mean, so if she, fun. If she's played Draftosaurus 144 times, that's one-ninth of the games that she's played. And by the way, the, by the rules of this index, like we're limiting, like it dirty. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we're, we're really can't, you know, have, it can't be 145. <laughs> yeah. You know, if it was like perfectly 
um, distributed, it would be somewhere around two or three because like I would just play through right. every game once. Yeah, it'd and then be, play be every like every two point again. something, right, right, yeah. right. But no, uh, but it's not. It is uh, not. You only play chess once. We've established. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, really stuck on that chess once, aren't you? Trying to try to get a second game out of her. She's. That, I mean, no, I'm not. Absolutely not. No, no. <laughs> I don't need that. Uh, I'm gonna say twelve is my official. I'm gonna guess. say you seven. Twelve games. Seventeen. Twelve times. Seventeen games. Seventeen times. That goes to Adam. It is 13. Ah, there are 13 oh, games. Yes. I have played 13 Cut. times. So Crew is on there. Crew is on there. Raptor Source is, is on there. there. Yes, it is. Maracaibo. No. Maracaibo didn't get the 13. Uh, Cl- no. Clank Legacy is 11 times, isn't it? Do we play it another two? I'm going to say we, Clank Legacy. Uh, No, because remember, we started playing it a long time ago and then finished it. So it didn't actually oh, have that know, many now plays Now who doesn't know year. what year it is? Oh, oh. it's spreading. Oh. Well, I think none of the pandemics, none of the pandemics are on there. That um, is incorrect. All of the pandemics are on there. We played more than 13 times to get through pandemic? Legacy season one was 13. Season zero was 15. Season two was 20. What about My City? That's only 10, right? So that's not My on City there. was less than that, yeah. And Machi Koro well, Legacy. Well, My City wasn't this year. Ah. That was the, I think that was the end of last year, maybe. King of Tokyo. Oh, King um, of Tokyo's for sure on there. No. I'm looking, I'm trying to find where King of Tokyo is. I don't think so. I feel like you haven't lost, I feel like then, because we've played King of Tokyo like three or four times on BGA in like the last month. Um, Then maybe not every play is logged in here. And as, as I said, ninety. Yeah, is it? Yeah. We, uh, I haven't played it outside of you though. Oh. So it's actually not. It's not that many. I haven't been like playing it a bunch with strangers. Now again, about ninety nine percent accurate. So, so I think we need we're, we need to go to the rolling rights, Adam. I think is where we're gonna pick up. So uh, pinball. Under fallen skies. Yeah, under fallen skies. No, we've only pl- I've only played that a handful of times. What about the pinball? I wish game? I was playing it right now. Um, the Are your hands game. happen to be 13 fingers on them? Because that would be helpful. For this. <laughs> Gone, no. Gone shown clever. Oh, we're going to no. get back to that later, by the way. What's Not that? that one. Railroad Inc.? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Railroad Inc., yes. Cartographers. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, a different one of the... Gon's Cle- triple? Gons the, the, the third yes. one. Yeah, the, the third, third one, one, yeah. It's cute. Yeah. Um, but you're right. There are, uh, let's see, one, two, two more, three more rolling rights on the list. Um, there was one game that Aaron might realize. There was a game I had out for a long time, and I said, I'm playing through all the different deck combinations. Oh. Yeah. Imperial something? Yeah. Is it what, the Imperial, Imperial one? Settlers, Imperial Empires Settlers. Of the North. I was yeah. To play, and we have the expansion. I was trying to play through all of those. So Notch Mall. Adrian's Wall. I haven't played it that much. Okay. Um, Notch Mall is one that I don't think you guys even know about, but I've played that. That was my number four game. I've played it twenty times. I've played it more what than Draftosaurus. Yeah, Notch Mall. Can't stop. Uh, can't stop is up there at fourteen. What about uh, that little Lucky Clover yeah. game? Lucky Numbers is eleven. Oh, so you could have yeah. gotten three more, three more plays. You get to fourteen. L- Llama. I know. There's still time. Llama. Is Llama one of them? No. 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 Oh. Um, so I think, uh, is that all of them? Oh, Imperial Settlers Rolling Right as well was one. And then Hex Roller, I don't think you guys know about that, but I have the app for Hex Roller and Notch Mall. How many times did and you for play Imperial Settlers Rolling Right? The, They're all good apps. How, how many times did you play the High Risk? High Risk? Oh. oh let me guess. I'm going to say you played it nine times. Nine times. It's not I'm gonna take the nine. Under. I'm looking five. Oh really? I know. I, it feels like I know. It feels I feel like, like high risk is our go-to cafe game. It I, that's true, but we're not in a lot of cafes, I guess. So yeah, that was my top thirteen most played games. 
Um, Railroad Inc. was number one at 30. I was trying to play one, the app. Or Draftosaurus. And then Draftosaurus is 19. Oh, Adam said 140. I just bought it. Oh, no, 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 no. It's 19 is still a whole a whole lot, I think. We clearly have different books we're keeping on this. So, yeah. you know, we'll see which one the IRS goes by. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I get, my, guess, my guess is neither. The most games in March, and I think that's because we were, we, at the very beginning of the year, I had just the goal to play through all of the games in our collection. Yeah, and you and made then as we've, through that in March, yeah. Yeah, I made through that way earlier than I expected. And as we, the number of total played games in part is so high, because as we've gotten new games, I have also made it kind of a rule that they need to be played within a week, within yeah. a pretty short time frame. Like, we do not have, like, a shelf of shame, shelf of opportunity situation. It comes in and gets played, kind of gets evaluated as we're turning over the collection a lot more. Now that I play more, I think I know more of what I want to keep. A lot of things have slotted in and out. But, yeah, March is the highest... September was like high-ish with Jim with Gen Con, but it wasn't still the in the top. March. No, not really. Um, December has really been taking an uptick here, and May rival July, but March, April, May, a whole lot of gameplay. So now a couple more like trivia questions. Day of the week that I played the most games and the least games. I think the least games you might be able to figure out. They're pretty close, uh, generally speaking, as when you think about. <laughs> the seven days in a week well, they're, they're pretty close i i think that saturday we'll play board games at the coffee shop on saturday and then that's a day that we more frequently play as a group though not the only day we play as a group so i'm going to say that saturday has the most mm-hmm. i know wednesday nights you have your looming and weaving community <laughs> club so that takes probably some of that away um i i bet it's a tuesday or a wednesday is the least i'm gonna say thursday is the least aaron i mean he does live here he got both of those yeah. right. Thursday's least. Thursday's okay, hair day. Thursday's hair day. Yeah, usually have a hair appointment on Thursday, so I'm least likely even to play an app or something like that by myself, and then far less likely to join up with yeah. friends. And then Saturday was the most. Saturday, 20% of my total game plays happened on a Saturday, and only 10% happened on a Thursday. But all things considered, that's not that far apart. Now, I do location for for my plays. I put in tabletop... I put in tabletopia and board game arena as locations themselves if it's a physical board game it's actually the place that we are sometimes i'll generically put out if it's somewhere kind of weird but the coffee shop's on here home is on here of course what i guess did i play more games at home like a physical game or digitally digitally i'm gonna oh, oh. i said that and i'm gonna have to do math so home was 43 percent and then app was 25%. Board game arena, though, was 18%. Tabletop simulator, 3%. So what is that math? 18, 25, 3. So a little bit more. So just okay. a little bit, but practically even for home and out. Gen Con got 3% of the total plays for the year. Oh, man. And that was the crew. Each one of the plays that we oh, had the, the crew, crew and we played maybe there. 17 yeah. hands or so, something like that. And then, let me see, I believe that now the Board Game Stats app lets you see the day that you played the most games, and I believe, I don't think there's any chance of you guessing the day of the oh, year. Oh, I'm going to try. <laughs> yeah, we sure are. Um, <laughs> okay, well then go ahead. I'm going to say that it's December 17th. No, I'm going to say it's July 11th. July Okay, so July 11th, I played two games. It's not July 11th. December 17th. Uh, the 11th Eastern, the, the 10th Central. Oh. Sorry. Uh, 
the 17th, I also played two games. So, I mean, you did a pretty good job of guessing when I played two games. On May 26th, I played 15, 16, 17 games. Uh, September 16th, I played 17 games. Oh. September 16th was at Gen Con, and that is uh, the crew. Sure. It's really just the crew a whole lot. Oh, right. And then uh, a couple a couple other things. So that is, I mean, pretty close to the year summary for me. I really liked, as I've been using uh, Board Game Stats Act, some of these things, some of the stats I just read off are even new in here. It is super convenient. They give you, you can put in the time that you take to play a game. I don't. There's just an estimated time that they do based on what the game is. So this says I've played approximately 568 hours of board games this year. The number, the players are confusing because I put in anonymous anytime I play with someone online or play against like app AI. So it says I've played with 619 players, but that's, I thought about doing like an AI player name, but it's, eh, I, I might consider that in the future for the sake of data. Um, but I only named six players, and I think you guys can guess who those six people are. And I played on games on 276 different days. So oh. it's been fun to keep track of this. I think I'll definitely do it again next year. And now I'll start to build, you know, year over year. For now, when I put everything in here, most of the things say I played it for the first time this year, whether that was true or not, because I hadn't logged plays before. But it is, it is fun to see, kind of give a look back. And I think you can see when you start logging it, like some of these I wouldn't have guessed I played it that much. And then you have a better sense of what you are and are not getting use of. So if you have all these options to play games and you just kind of are never picking certain ones, I think all the ones that I only got one play of, I don't know. I think those are the ones you then evaluate. It can kind of help you decide if they're ones that are actually physical games you have. Do you really need to keep it in your collection if you only played it once? And I know I set a requirement for playing every game once a year. So I never went back mm -hmm. to it. Like, Well, I'm excited we get to play Catan soon. I, all right. All right. We got a couple days. <laughs> and we actually played hey, on Kelly, the app anyways last year. So right. I don't know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Kelly, what was your total time again you played games? Um, This gives an approximate of 568 hours. 568 hours. Hang on one second. Let me do a little calculating. Using the national average of the time it takes to run a marathon, uh -oh. how many marathons oh, did you run? You know what? In 2021. What a, what a fun time to mention that we have some fitness goals for early 2022 while we think about the answer here. Average time to run a mar. I'm so far away from running a marathon. Like I don't even have a concept. I just how know many that how many hours? It was 568. I just know that when people are running marathons, they're usually collectively done before noon, and that's like you know they've closed the road, and I'm trying to go somewhere in my car. This is all I know about marathons. I'm going to say 15.7 marathons. What, what did you do? A, did you have a guess at how long a marathon is? Ish three hours. What, how long is a marathon? 26.2 miles. Oh, God. That's long. I drive. I'm going to do this with a couple of different things, not just marathons. So what was your guess again? Three, three hours. You're pretty far off. Was it lower? Extrapolated. Was it lower or better? It takes a lot longer than that. That's a really fast marathon. 
Oh. I just was assuming that Maybe only people who could mini run. marathons. Oh no, I wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> I was yeah, just okay. You were super. So, wrong. I was just thinking that most people don't run marathons unless they can run them fast. People are walking those. That's who I see it well, when they're I'm not. trying to drive well, okay. my car through, and I'm like, we could probably just so take twelve. Mar- so 130.5 marathons at the average of 4.35 hours per. Yeah, I did mar- not per that. marathon. I mean. Uh, pretty often I was, I, did I mean, I would literally lay in bed and play apps. So kind of the opposite. How many flights to Japan now I could you have made direct from here? By my Googling how long to fly to Japan. Okay, so that a from, lot of things. from where you are, yes. I think it's like, I don't think it's 20 hours. I think it depends on if you have a layover. But I think it's roughly... Like it's it's pretty much your day, I think, to fly so to you, Japan. You feel like 25, 25 trips to Japan, twenty six trips to Japan. No, do I? Don't I mean more 20, than that? Twenty hours, so it'd be five trips for every hundred hours. So five five hundred would be twenty five trips. Oh, so I 20, mean twenty seven trips. We're gonna say twenty. I'm gonna say twenty seven trips. Yeah, I'm not really participating in the math at this moment. We'll go with Aaron. I did really. I mean, if you listen back, I did really bad just previously. That's true. The answer I'm coming up with using 15 and a half hours 15. as the oh, so first more. result be 37 yeah. trips to Japan. And what you can or I guess do on half, half of that for there and back is play games. Yeah, you can play games there. Oh yeah, that that that's synergy. Playing that board games while running a marathon not the best. It'd be a high risk. Oh, and you know, Sleeping Gods is in here at one play, and they approximated 11 hours, and that was about right. Oh, gosh. Yeah. My yeah. single plays start at number 137, because they're ranked from, what I have it showing is ranked from most played so, to least. So 137 games you only played one time. hundred. There are 136 games that I played, yeah, two oh. or more times. And then you have to do math to figure oh, out how right. many I played just one time. But that's like, that's half-ish. Yeah. Half, yeah, pretty close to half of those games that I played, I only played one time. Huh. Yeah. Well, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I know I kind of pre-asked Aaron, and he had some things in mind. Do you have a game of the year? I have two. I have okay. two games of the year. Okay. And the first one is was surprisingly, it was surprising to you that I would like it. It was surprising to me that I liked it, but I would play it right now if you asked me to play it, and that's Cascadia. I really enjoyed playing that game. It did a nice job saying on theme. It had some cool, interesting kind of tile-laying mechanics. It had a spatial element, but it wasn't so spatial that it overwhelmed my ability to play well. And the other one is just, it's more like in a vacuum. Like, if I could play only with myself, like I could just play with four people just like me, uh-huh. my, my, my game of the year would be the crew. I oh just, yeah. I mean, then the, the second one, the new one, Mission Deep the new, Sea. Yeah, Mission Deep Sea. I I love like and really just four people who like to play tricky taking games who aren't upset that I obnoxiously count cards. Like, give me that four players and well, we're just gonna have a ton of fun. And you can play it on BGA. I guess you don't know who you're gonna play with. Yeah. But there are, I mean, in a in a as far as you're concerned, an endless number of strangers ready to play with you on BGA. Yeah, this I don't. This is becoming an ad for BGA, but you know what? It's good. Board Game Arena. Try it out. I don't really like to play with strangers. <sighs> I bet you do. All right. All right. I think it's hard to. It would be hard for me to say that one of my games of the year wasn't in this top. Um, I mean, top thirteen. Really, they they have another way that they break down these games which is fives dimes quarters and centuries so i only had one quarter and that was railroad inc at 30 plays 
I had 19 dimes, which are games that I played at least 10 times. I had 26 fives, so games that I played at least five times. I didn't have any centuries, of course, with my highest one being a quarter there. I would say that in my top 20 of the most played, I think that really, gosh, which one is my game of the year from that? It's it's not Draftosaurus, but I do just like playing that on BGA. I really liked Cubitos. We played. Oh, through... we did play Cubitos a lot, yeah. and it was fun. It, it is fun. I think the Imperial Settlers Roll and Write app is so good that I think I'm going to get rid of the physical copy because for the solo version, you they give you a pad of sheets, but you can't like endlessly replay them unless you were to um, unless you were to dry erase, you know, like laminate them. So that app probably gets. Um, top billing here and i've played the crew that's my second most played game part of that's just because it's so short so just time wise that kind of how that shakes out um but i think i will defer to adam see if he's got a game of the year i think i might pick one from a little further down that kind of like yeah it's on the top but it was also a great game so we're still deliberating uh the council in my head on this but uh, i would say some thoughts on that the search for planet x I thought was an impressive game. I don't think it's going to be my mm-hmm. favorite game, mm-hmm. but I thought it was different. Yeah. I think it's still impressive that we have games that are different than other games, and that's very different in many ways. Uh, so that was an experience, maybe, that I would call more than a game, it felt like. Um, I like that. I, I, there's no way real game. I mean, Splendor had to be the game I played the most this year. That's not a new game for this year, but right. I'm yeah. sure I played that the most on that. I am trying to think of other. We finished Clank Legacy this year. That was right. very good. So that was very good. That would be up there. Wasn't released this year, but, you know, we go by my my release date, which was mm-hmm. this year. So mm-hmm. um, probably Clank Legacy would be up there. It was a lot of fun. Clank yeah. Legacy was delightful. I, it might be the best Legacy game I've played. I don't know. I think Pandemic Legacy Season Zero was up there for me. Yeah, they 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 were definitely good, and I think the pandemic ones you kind of appreciate them on the whole. So then trying to pull out just one without the context of the other two, like I think part of why I liked Zero was, was the payoff from the other seasons. Was yeah. the payoff for the other seasons? Yeah, kind of how they built on one another. The mechanics changing in that, and then even within the campaign changing, so good. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and they they're starting to I think from that kind of seed they're starting to make other pandemic games that are like a pandemic system game, but are other things like they have the world of Warcraft game now. Right. I imagine they're going to keep doing that. So I, and I think pan the season zero was the first step towards kind of taking it out of the strictly pandemic space. Yeah. Where it's like, yes, the virus is spreading to being more abstractly that system of game, which just, you know, it's fun. It works well. I think dinosaur Island roar and write, I liked a lot. That might have been like uh, the surprise kind of. I liked that one more than I I expected to. We played a fair amount of Lost Ruins of Arnok too. Oh, I was going to bring that up and didn't. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that's another another good one from this year. And uh, I don't know what year it was actually released. I don't know if that was new this year. I think those are a couple that maybe stuck with me a little more than I expected. And we just got 10 not that long ago. I kind of like the number nine. And I'm not just doing oh, that for the bit. Uh, yeah, you did like number nine. 
Yeah, it, it does sound like a bit, though. But yeah, you did like number nine more than I... I think in, in terms of games that you liked more than I expected, that one and Cascadia. I never would have thought that you liked Cascadia as much as you as you end up liking it. I really did. Yeah. Did we leave any off your list, Adam? What's the game, Aaron, you and I played it one day, where you have to rank the cards by the the amount of color in them, each color? Oh, and oh then illusion. If you, illusion, yeah. I thought that was a wildly simple and fun and difficult game. Yeah, and you can play it with absolutely anybody with three seconds of instruction, which is, I think, a game that, that is difficult and fun and challenging, but it only takes three seconds to explain. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's just a deck of cards. What's that, so what's that cat game we played, Aaron? Cat, uh, the I, I don't know what cat game we played. Uh, why, why would you ask me about ga- from Why would you ask me about games? Oh, the the the. the oh, <laughs> a game of cat and mouse. A game of cat and mouse. Now I yeah, like that's that. That's not going to be on my. A, a I think it sounds. I did like it a lot too. Yeah, so I like that game a ton. Uh, one that we I liked Space Park, but we only played it once at Gen Con. And that was like you were rotating around, like you had different tiles out. You're rotating around, and you were kind of collecting these gems to then, I think, get points. It was like no, a I spaceship. We played a lot of games. Yeah, like right. Keymaster games. So there, I was kind of thinking there are some games that I only played once, but I still like a lot. Royal Visit, you just didn't really like, and it's a two-player only game. So, you know, hard to hard to get another player on that. And that was a remake of an older game. But yeah, I'd say there's definitely some games that I only played if, once. If Jason were on, he might have uh, brought up those music games that were at Gen Con that were pretty popular. They had a couple different styles. No, the, the box looked like a big vinyl record. Was it vinyl? Maybe it was vinyl. Yeah, I don't. I, I wonder. <laughs> I don't know. Had he already played it or not? I'm not sure. I don't know, but he they, they bought have, they bought a copy. They have expansions coming out for it, which is like a perfect fit because it's vinyl. They can keep having other genres. Yeah, yeah. Come he out really wanted. The there was one that he really wanted, and I. I was so thoughtful about it that I can't remember it right now. They had the Beatles. Yeah, I I bet they did. Most things do. All right. What are we looking forward to in our year of gaming or just in 2022 at large? I already know what year it's going to be, so I think checkmark for me. One thing I would like to do is, I think, minimize television watching and fill some of that time with board games. Oh, you know, that's it's, nice. Uh, so that's... Just a personal goal. You know, it's easy to get sucked into whatever, you know, is on the old uh, yeah. idiot box. I think they love when they call and it. How much they just autoplay. You might find yourself maybe a little more stuck to that couch than you really anticipated just because the next thing comes on. So Absolutely. So, yeah, trying to, try to fill some of that time. Not all of it. Still enjoy a little bit of it, but fill some of that. And maybe restructure where the games are being stored so that they're more accessible. The James Clear Atomic yeah. Habit system of, you know, yeah. make it accessible, make it easy, you right. know, all that stuff. So your, your uh, stuff's because, more, like, tucked away right now. Except Splendor, right. which is yeah. just on the kitchen table. <laughs> Apparently so. Uh, <laughs> we got new, kind of by prompted by having house guests and some of those guests being toddlers. We got some new shelves for our board games, which are the best of ones from Ikea. So we went from uh, Calyx, which are great, but they're just open, to Besta with doors. So they're about maybe four-ish feet tall. We'll put some legs on them. And they have glass doors so we can see everything, but it's also kind of contained and away. And that's been really, that's been really nice. And they're getting closer to all being in, they were kind of in two different spaces. They're getting closer to being in one area. But we have, I think at this top of the year, 
what I did last year was kind of sell some games I knew I didn't want to keep before I went into playing every game in the collection. So there's going to be a little bit of that at the start of the year, but I definitely want to do that again. Some people, um, I have a few games that I have like collector status that I don't actually intend to play that I just keep because I would like to keep them. But that's, I mean, there's less than five of those, maybe, maybe around five. My, uh, my 2022 has a, a, a fun goal, which I'll frame today. So today, this is, this is not related to board games at all, but today okay. I got my vaccine booster shot. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I had to fill out a questionnaire and on the questionnaire, it said, which one of these risk conditions do I have? And I checked that obesity box. Uh, I always check that obesity box, but next year when I do that same thing on this same day, I'm not going to check that obesity box. Oh, that's nice. Oh. That's a good one. Now, I can't say board games is going to directly help you meet that goal. No, I don't think that's going to be the avenue, no. but I will still play board games and have fun doing so. Yeah. 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 I mean, your abs will be like a washboard yeah. games. Yeah, no? it'll be that... just, just every thought I thought of was going to be left on the drawing board. Board. Oh, we're saying things that have board in them. Oh, I no. get it. I get it. Yeah. I don't think Adam when we run this by the board it's going to get it's going to get through. Ooh, I hear that music. All right, let's change the topics. I'm getting bored. Right. <laughs> no. Thank you so much for listening to episode 18 of Board Games with Variant Hex. Be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes drop. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Twitch all at Variant Hex. We have a website and a blog at VariantHex.com. Do you log your plays in the BG Stats app? What were some of your favorite games for the year? Let us know at any of the platforms I've just mentioned. The next episode is Adam and Aaron talking about how much they love the game Cursed Court. Unless you're listening to these backwards. In that case, you'll hear Adam and I talking about playing board games on location. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Yeah.